0: Welcome back to The Dad Chronicle. I'm your host, Alex Alvisu. This is episode 61. On today's episode, I interview Brad Wanch. Brad used to be my teammate on America's Next Top Podcaster, and he has two kids and a wife, and they all live in a small house. By small house, I mean 600 square feet, so you can imagine that gets a little complicated. On top of that, his kids are homeschooled, and he shares a bit of insight into what that journey has been like. Here's my interview with Brad. Brad Wanch, thanks for being on The Dad Chronicle. How are you? I'm great, man. Thanks for having me. Of course, it's great to talk to you again. I've been missing you in the competition. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: man. It's been a uh, <clears throat> it was a fun journey, but
0: uh, I, I, you're still in
1: it, man. I'm 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 there for you, man. I'm rooting for you.
0: Yeah, as of as of this recording, when it's going to hit, uh, I am still <laughs> alive. We'll see what happens by the sure end of this. Alive. Thing. That's right. Yeah. So, um. All right. Well, Brad, why luck. don't you introduce yourself to the folks at home? Oh, I'm, I'm Brad. I'm
1: a father of two kids. I got a nine-year-old and a nine-year-old girl and a five-year-old little boy. Uh, we homeschool as a family. We live in a very small, tiny home, 600 square feet. Um, we, uh, we try to have fun and just enjoy life. And, uh, we're just growing and learning from the experiences. Uh, I am a an accountant by trade. Um, I do some podcasting, we do some, you know, Instagram, social media stuff. Uh, but yeah, for the most part, just, I don't know, just having fun figuring out as we go. Now, what are your kids' names? Uh, Rayleigh and Fenway. Really? Um, Benway, yeah. Such interesting names. <laughs> yeah so my wife uh she came up with Rayleigh um like just we try to put some names together and she's she just said it one day and was like boom that just worked uh but for my son uh Fenway like we said Boston and then her granddad was like well, you should name him Fenway and we we're like aha that's funny and then for the rest of her pregnancy for like nine months or whatever he was just calling him Fenway the whole time so when he was born I was like His name's Fenway. Like, that's what everybody calls him already. So, that's funny. Yeah. So, it just stuck and it works. Like, I'm a huge Red Sox fan. um, So, uh, that's why we were kind of in that anyway. Uh, But yeah, it just really, it really fits him. I don't know. It it works. And then, so cool for nerd points, though. Okay. So, we named him Ray and Finn before Star Wars hit. Ha, you win. So, we were, yeah. I was like, yeah, look at us. That is so funny, man. (laughs) Yeah. So they're very proud of that. They're very into those characters that into Star
0: Wars, I think, because they're like,
1: oh, yeah, we're Ray and Finn, you know, like. Uh, so are they
0: big funny. into the to the nerdy stuff like you are?
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, as much as uh, I mean, they're big into the hero stuff like any shows and videos. And I think it's way more mainstream now. Uh, but yeah, they love they love every bit of that stuff for sure.
0: Yeah. And you have a pretty good appreciation for that sort of stuff. And is that something that they took to naturally or did you have to kind of like wean them into it?
1: <laughs> well, I don't know. It's just like a thing that we as a family enjoy. So Good, I think okay. that they enjoy it as a family. You know, it's like it's like a it's a thing that we all enjoy, you know, and and my son, he's always thinking about uh, uh, superheroes and Lego. He loves Legos and stuff like that. Um, but uh, we just like we just went and saw like Captain Marvel as a family. Oh, and. Cool. Yeah, and it's just like, you know, he's eating it up, she's eating it up, and, and, and we're all loving it. And it's just, you know, we enjoy it as a family, so I think it's a, it's a thing to them uh, because of that.
0: It, what age did they start liking it? Because I'm really trying to get Arya into it. But but <laughs> here's the thing, like, I don't want to start too soon and be like, hey, <laughs> check out this Star Wars thing that daddy loves. And yeah, then for the woo-hoo. rest of her life, she's going to be like, ugh, I didn't like it back then, where I could be like, ah, just give her another, like, couple months, and then maybe she'd really like it. You know, I
1: think I think, yeah, yeah I think just having it on, having her sit with you and watch it, that experience would be something that sits with her, you know, like um, maybe I don't know. And maybe it's just a thing that they may uh, my kids love Star Trek. They're watching that with her um, uh, their granddad right now, my my wife's dad. And um And they love going over there watching old episodes. I meant to the old stuff, you know. And I'm like, man, y'all got the patience. For me, I just, you know, it's hard for me to go back. I was never a big uh, Trek fan. Um, But for them, man, they love it. And and they love
0: all the old stuff, too. So Hey, did you ever see the animated series? Did you ever see the animated series? No, I never did. Dude, oh, my Uh, God. So it's worth going back and watching just for the cringe factor because <laughs> it brings in all the old actors and stuff and they did all their animated voices. But you could tell that they had like a terrible budget for this show because oh, sure. all the animation <laughs> was like the same frame, like the same sort of motion frame and the mm-hmm. characters would not move, but their mouths would move. So you oh, could okay. tell that they were just trying their <laughs> hardest not to spend as much money as they could. And I'm it sure was really, really bad. It. Oh. Yeah, it was so bad in the best sort of way, man in the
1: best my kids like they're patient i think this is a the thing they're very patient with shows so they'll watch a lot of stuff so it's kind of hard to gauge in like how much they truly like something but just because they'll like a, a wide range of things so i've i've let them watch i think there's like a strawberry shortcake show on netflix i'm like oh my gosh what have you guys got yourself into you know uh, <laughs> this is horrible you know uh, but they were sitting there like watching it with enjoyment you know And i'm like oh my gosh like oh, we gotta we gotta set you straight so i'm a i don't know if i'm like a a, a strict dad on like i want you watching quality entertainment
0: but <laughs> that's funny uh, when well, you're in uh, this small house like, and you're forced to yeah. to, to watch these to shows with this, yeah. so, <laughs> that's right what is that like moving into a small house and can you tell us about that transition from where you used to live into the small house
1: Oh yeah, so I guess we had a normal sized home like you know around 1700 square feet. Each kid had their own bedroom, we had an office, we had all the stuff but uh I tell you, man, uh, money is a, is a hard thing. And, and we were like, you know what, what can we, like, can we minimize life? And we really thought about it a lot and started trying to get rid of stuff and just try to minimize what we're doing and just really enjoy the, the little things we get to do. And it set us on this like path and where we we're like, you know what, I think we can live small. Let's try it. And so, uh, I tell you the truth, man, I mean, this is, this is small. This is 600 square feet and there's only one bedroom and one bath uh but wow we love we love it uh actually <laughs> it's it's weird i mean we have like this convertible um i want to call it like a couch bed because you're gonna get the wrong idea in your head it's like from ikea but it's like it can be a couch but it's like a king size bed when it's um when you pull out the bottom and then like you're normally sitting on the mattress anyway i'm I, Spending too much time explaining the bed, but it's amazing. <laughs> no, I get it. It's It's a really good bed. And it's like, so we pull out a living room and it feels like, you know, I'm in a really big room and I've got a, you know, a normal size kitchen, a normal size bathroom. Um, and yeah, life is, life is weird. We're kind of on top of each other, but they've got an uh, acre of land to run around on. Oh, wow. And that to us is like, hey, go outside. You got a plenty set? You got you got everything. And so they go out there and just kill it and have fun. It gives You're us space to kind of work. It's nice. Yeah, we're in Florida. So you know? yeah, the weather, the weather's normally pretty good. So
0: <laughs> it's, it's not really ever a problem on the weather side. What sort of challenges does living in close quarters kind of have on that dynamic? Um, yeah, uh,
1: there's some things that we've, we've, we go without now. Uh, and maybe we could even have these things, but we're just like, you know what, just go like, uh, for space, we, We decided not to get a microwave because that was taking up counter space. So we we don't have a microwave anymore. We don't have a dishwasher because we didn't have the space. And I was like, you know what? We don't don't need to bring that in. So that's gone. We no longer have a big TV because it's kind of in our area. Um, And that's kind of more of a a weird choice. But we've adapted really well to that and having, like, laptops and, like, smaller, like, screens, you know. Uh, But the challenge of, like, being together is maybe just sound, like – you know, like the, you know, hey man, we're parents. We want to, there's some things you want to do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> kind of adults in nature. Yeah. And that's, that part is like, you know, you got to make sure people are asleep. And the <laughs> things, it just makes that a little bit more challenging. So that part would be the only side that I'd be like, I ah, wish we had like a really good locked away space that we could be away from people, you know, that, and that'd be fine. But, uh, uh but we're we're managing uh that's been a challenge uh and then also the other challenge is just so random and weird that we didn't even think was going to be a challenge we have one bathroom oh that's hard that's hard it is difficult with one bathroom not just them getting ready and stuff like that but like having to use the deck on freaking bathroom i've got to wait on somebody i don't have another option (laughs) and uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's been a challenge. I don't know like uh you know, we come home like and everybody's like I got to go. No, no, we're like fighting over like who gets to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and I'm like, what is this? This is this is not what I was expecting life to be like.
0: I couldn't uh, imagine doing that with a wife and a daughter <laughs> and you know as your daughter gets older trying to do her things and it's like ah. Oh.
1: Exactly. And my son, he is uh, I don't he likes to get on the toilet and ponder life and just like sit there. <laughs> for forever and like i don't even he'll talk to you too like he's very philosophical when he's on the toilet and he's only five but he's got a lot of life ideas and what life is supposed to be like
0: and all these things and he just i'm like just just come on man like you gotta get done I
1: to
0: you know there. i'd love to learn more about your kids what <laughs> you just kind of gave us a glimpse into your son sure. uh what else should we know about uh finway
1: uh yeah well this has been interesting i I learn a lot from my kids. So, like, you know, being a parent is about teaching your kids things and helping them grow up. But I'm also, like, learning from them because, you know, they're very innocent in structure. They don't have, like, years and years of, like, being told a certain thing and they're kind of set in their ways. So they're, like, learning stuff and experiencing stuff for the first time. And I love to, like, just see who they are naturally. Like, not, I know it's not my parenting that did that to them. You know, it's like this is just how they – interpreted something. And for like my son and my daughter, they're very different. And he's very particular. Like life has to be like this. Like you, Oh, you told me it's this way. So it's this way. Like, that's how it gets done. I said, no, no there's more than one way of doing something. But he's like, no, we entered on the right side. We must always enter on the right side. You know, oh, like, interesting if we, if we do it this way, the first time we got to always do this or like, it could be even, you know, if I were to exaggerate it a little bit, but it's, this is not, this is really how he kind of would be like, you know, you're getting on a roller coaster or something like that. like you sit in the third, we sit there. Like, that's what you, and it was like, no, 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 you just get in wherever we get in, dude. <laughs> like, you know, but he's, he gets very kind of like that. And then my daughter would be like the opposite of that. She's very free flowing, just kind of go with the flow of stuff. And she's, um, she's very, I don't know, kind of free spirited in that way. So, do you think their conflicting personalities
0: like have an issue? Do you think that that's a challenge?
1: No, no, no. They love, they get along so well. That's
0: great.
1: Yeah, they're like best buds. I mean, and so I've been very awesome. And we also have a good space between them. So, nine and five. Um, And so she's, you know, Reading him stories and stuff like that, like she loves doing that, and she's she's very imaginative and loves playing with him with his Legos and stuff like that. So it's like it's really cool to watch them be able to play together. But it's it's just different. Like they're just different personalities sometimes. And he, I, I guess because life is a certain way, I don't know. He's very uh, he's very cool with like, you know, how to say he's not afraid of things. Because he's like, I know what I need to be doing or, or, or whatever. She's sometimes a little bit more fearful of getting into something. Uh, even though she's free spirit and can kind of go with the flow, she's also like, wait, what's going on? So she, she'll get yeah. confused and not know. And so it's kind of interesting to watch them kind of just just grow up and adapt. And, uh, and you know, you have to learn new uh, teaching techniques for, for both kids. They're, they're very different in that, too.
0: Yeah, and that's actually a really great segue to what I, what I wanted to talk about next, which is homeschooling. You've decided to homeschool both of your kids. Yep. What is the deciding factor that came behind wanting to homeschool your kids?
1: Well, uh, I actually, uh, multiple. My wife was homeschooled uh, when she was young. And um, so we had that, ex- she had that experience. And then, um, it, the biggest thing for us was seeing uh, school and what kind of school had started to become for a lot of younger kids. I have a chance opportunity to teach kids at, um, at a church a local church mm-hmm. and they're stressed out about school. They're stressed out about tests. They're stressed out about learning. And I wanted to give them an opportunity to learn and, and, and love learning, you know, and, and adapt into that. And I think you have to give them a little bit of space because it, you know, every kid learns differently. And I don't know, I felt like, you know, Hey, you go to school now you're on this timeline, you're on everybody else's time schedule of, I need to be reading by this time. I need to be doing this. I need to be doing this. I need, you know, all these different uh, structures and hitting these high points. When I feel like, you know, like my daughter's a great example of this. She didn't read till later. Like there's kids that are reading before her, but when she did, when it clicked for her and she wanted to read, she loves reading. She loves it. And so I didn't kill it by making her or forcing her. I let her like grow into it and love it. And then she picked up Harry Potter and then she was just gone away in a like just reading that series like nonstop. And so I think just giving them space to to grow and learn the way that they need to is why we really like to homeschool.
0: Yeah, that's really interesting. What are some other ways that you've uh, really embraced sort of this style, uh, maybe some tangible ways that you can share for the listeners on what has worked really well in your approach to homeschooling?
1: Well, we do, I don't want to be like, we're unstructured. There's, I think the idea of like unschooling, (laughs) we're not unschooled. Uh, we do have structure and we do like to give them things to learn, but I think it's like, uh, being able to take something that they feel, um, Interested in or spikes their creativity and just really like expand upon that type of stuff uh, and just be able to like I don't know mold it to the things that I know that they love you know <laughs> uh, we can teach through you know uh, Legos we can teach through a lot of different stuff we can use utilize a lot of different techniques and just really try what works you know but the main thing um, that we're attempting to do I think is the main goal is for them to have a love of learning uh, that's what we want to secure in them. Cause it's going to be, it's a lifetime, you know, like it, it doesn't matter what I did when I was five. If when I'm 25, 25- you know, I'm writing novels, you know, uh, it didn't matter if I, you know, like, that's the kind of thing I want them to really enjoy. It. And when they become adults or they come older, I want them to enjoy learning and really have a great experience with that and not be turned off from it and just be like, I'm done. I'm done with school. I'm done with the things. And that's what I the kind of attitude I feel like I get from kids, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. it's like, ah, oh, I'm just stressed out. Like, it's like they're at work, you know, like yeah. that can be, that can become life. And it's like, man, you're too young. You need to, you need to enjoy this because this is the thing uh, I wish for myself that I had had more of was an enjoy of enjoyment of learning uh, when I was younger. You know, I was oh, like, I, I can't wait to be done
0: with school. So yeah, I hated school. I really hated yeah. it. I wasn't a, I wasn't <laughs> right. a very good student. I was more like you know, kind of the street smarts. And I, I don't want to say I I got failing grades. I was I was average to above average, but I didn't enjoy it. Uh, it felt very um, non consequential to me because. Is that the word nonconsequent inconsequential uh, to me? Because incorrect. I just didn't I didn't click with a lot of this this stuff. I, I was a big history and English person, and um, that that's what I love to focus on. Math would make my eyes bleed, you know. <laughs> but you know, and that's the thing, you know, like you had a love for history. Well,
1: I want to inspire that love for history. If you got a natural love and knack for that, and you want to learn, well, I want to put time into making that grow because that's gonna have really great benefits for you rather than like, all right, well, that's enough. I'm glad you like history, but now boom. Now you got to do your math, Ah, you know, like, and shoving that down. Yeah. You know, and I feel like letting them have that is, is really great, you know, and that's then cool. later on, later on, Hey, I want to learn about money. Well, yeah. cool. Now, now you want to learn about math, Yeah, <laughs> you know, now you want some real desire, uh, to, to get into more math and why that's important and why that, why that works the way that it does.
0: You know what It would have been great is if they taught me how to do my taxes in high school. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, you're, you're tipping me into a
1: conversation that's even bigger is, is education. I, 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 yeah, I, I feel like, I don't know what, what does it do? You know, like, I feel like it prepares you for the next grade. It prepares you for the next thing, but I I think it should prepare you for life, right? Yeah. getting to learn to do your taxes, yeah. <laughs> pay bills. What you know When they're telling you that they're going to give you a credit card at so much uh, interest rate, uh, <laughs> yeah. you need to know what that means. Like what the hell is a mortgage and how the what hell does pick? it work? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No. And these are the things that like, that would be education preparing you for life. And that is that is a goal from homeschooling for us is to, to give them the information. And hey, you know, when we talk finances and bills, we do that in front of our kids. We do that you know it's not like a secret hidden thing right like they know what this means you know like hey you know um we're gonna go to disney world okay <laughs> that's expensive we can't buy you the the toy right now we can't buy you the thing right now because we're looking at doing acts later and how we're saving that money and what what that means and that just you know gets their heads in the idea of like oh okay i've got to save um totally you know and and I think it's that's great, and that's that's some of the things. I mean, you could do that with kids in school, but uh, as homeschooling, like we really really focus on that type of stuff
0: a lot. What sorts of things do you have to do in order to be approved to homeschool your kids? Sure, yeah, uh, it's different. I think for each state, um, but in the
1: state of Florida, we have to write I think it's a letter. Um, to the county letting them know that we're going to be homeschooling and then as uh, we have to do an evaluation every year so we have to go in front of uh, like a certified teacher and submit like you know what she's learned throughout the year some of the books she's been reading and I'm saying she because my daughter's been more into you know my son's five so he's just (laughs) kindergarten Um, but yeah so Uh, and, and some of the work, like we'll show like some of the math stuff we've been doing and, and then, and then they just really conversate with the kid and just, you know, they can tell if a kid's on par from where they should be or if they're not learning anything. Um, so, uh, and then you have to submit that also to the County every year.
0: So very interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I was always curious how people kind of get that like blessing from the state or County or whatever to do that.
1: Yeah. And I think it's, like I said, I think it's different in each, uh, I think even counties, it might change from county to county. Um, but, yeah, so it, it, it's cool. And there's a lot of different options today, too. There's, um, I think we have a Florida Virtual School, which is like a virtual – like it's still like there's a teacher, there's a class, but it's all done virtually from home. So that's a version of homeschooling, but it also has like a higher structure to it.
0: Hmm. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Now, you guys live in a small town. Uh, you live in a small mm-hmm. house. You guys homeschool your kids. <laughs> What opportunities do your kids have to socialize with other kids? Sure,
1: yeah. So, yeah, that's that's always the question, right, for homeschooling. It's like the social part, the social part. Well, uh, well, we do a couple different things. Um, We do co-ops, which are like – there's a whole bunch of other families that homeschool. So they actually hang out, and we go to – they actually do class one day a week. So they go to a classroom setting where they have a teacher and they're in a room with the other kids. Uh, And then throughout that week, we might meet with or do like field trips and other stuff with different groups. Um, And so they're, you know, getting to socialize with familiar faces and people that they, you know, are around, but then also mingling with a whole bunch of new people all the time. Uh, And then the other thing is, you know, we're involved in other community things where the kids are around other kids, you know, quite often. So, you know, they're getting to be, be around and, you know, play with other kids. So, uh, we feel like the, you know, it's really good, uh, socially. Uh, I actually think school can be hard, um, yeah. <laughs> socially, you know, you go from like, Oh, I'm at my house with my parents and you know, this is it. And I probably got a little bit of comm- to like, you're thrown in a thing with kids and everything nonstop all day. And I think it's just like social overwhelm <laughs> and that can be stressful for some, you know, certain types of personalities too. Um, and um, I don't know. It's been yeah. great for our kids.
0: That's really cool. Uh, I'm glad I didn't know that programs like that existed. how How do people how did you find out about those co-ops? Sure. you know what, man, Facebook
1: is uh I love Facebook for that. <laughs> there are so many groups you can find on there like oh, Tallahassee and you start researching and looking, you go online and uh, we're able to find like local groups and people that meet and And there's even classes like my daughter, she's done like an art class, a sewing class. I think she's doing like clay modeling class uh, coming up uh, that you do like, and it's like things that are offered by the county and other places for homeschooling kids. Um, so Uh, there's a lot of opportunities out there, but there's big groups online and support groups and stuff like that and Facebook and everything.
0: Oh, that's cool. Uh, what, what sort of things would you tell parents who are kind of thinking about homeschooling their kids that might (laughs) support them in making that decision?
1: Sure. I, I think, uh, one thing it's, it's just as a, uh, I think as a parent we should have, but as a homeschooling parent, you need, you need an extra amount of is patience, uh, with your kid. Cause now you're going to be dealing with their, uh, learning. And sometimes, you know, when you're trying to teach something and they're not getting it, you know, uh, it, you gotta just have some extra amount of patience with that. And I think <laughs> teachers are, teachers are an athlete, uh, or, or at least the ones I have known are good at that, you know, are having patience with kids in their class and, and you're going to be the one in charge of that. With your own kids. Um, so yeah, uh, patience. Uh, but you know, if you're thinking about doing it, uh, yeah, I mean, give it a try. It just, but don't be stressed out about it. That's the other thing. I think I've seen a lot of parents go into homeschooling and get stressed about what, what curriculum do I have? What's my structure? You know, are they going to wake up at a certain time and they try to make it like, they try to make it like school, you know? Mm-hmm. And for us, no man, we're homeschooling. We're going to take the benefits of that. You know, Hey, we can go Uh, do a vacation midweek if you know they want to take the kids to do something awesome you know like you know so we're not as super structured as that you know we try to fit it in where we can and we're you know where it works um but yeah i think that's saying just don't don't stress your kids are going to grow and don't be stressed like you know if they're not on like whatever the average is like oh you know the average you know Time to be reading is here. The average to be doing this, they should learn this at this given age. Yeah, give them space, let them enjoy the ride, and uh, and 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 when they find something that they love, hey, go at it. You know, like give them more of it, feed them, feed them when they're hungry. That's uh, so cool for, man. for education.
0: Yeah, I love that. I love that. Yep. Now you are. It sounds like you're busy. You got not only uh, homeschooling kids and you know your job and everything. Um, but you're also taking time to do your own sort of creative projects. Like you mentioned at the top of the show, you're doing some podcasting and some uh, some work on social media. Uh, what is life like to be able to uh, you know, balance some of that, still find time to do your own thing <laughs> while having a couple kids, doing the homeschooling and all that? Sure. This,
1: is, uh, this has been a challenge. This has been a, a thing for me that I've been trying to like – I don't know, like analyze and get to the answer of that. Cause I want that answer. <laughs> like, how do you do all these things? Cause I find that like, as you focus on one thing, another thing begins to fail or not fail, but fall or yeah. not be as well done. And I feel I've found that, you know, giving 100% to whatever you're doing when you're doing it, is super important. So if I'm going to have kid time and it's time to play with the kids, that's not a time I have my phone in my hand and I'm going to also be available to look at stuff. It's a time that I'm going to be spending with my kids so that I get something out of that experience. And that's that's like so like if you just look at life like that like hey, if I'm going to be creating I'm 100% behind the creating process right now, or I'm 100% over here at work, or I'm 100, you know, like, and and in a way, that's kind of how like you can make it work is if if you're gonna decide to give your time to it, well, give your time, give yourself to it, and um, and the most important part with parenting is you've got to give your kids time, you have to give them time with you, and then and then also um, I let them along. I let them be along with the experience too. They're, they're part of that, like, you know, creative stuff on social media or when we're creating podcasts, like they know that I'm recording or, um, or stuff like that. So that's, that's
0: important that they
1: they're along with that process with us. Yeah.
0: That's, that's beautiful. That's a great way of putting it. I find that I tend to get very stretched thin um especially yeah. like the podcast competition and you know this it's like oh yeah <laughs> ugh, weekdays are shots but <laughs> yeah. i love it and i wouldn't have it any other way because i'm doing yeah. what i love um but then yeah and, you, and you're and you're growing through that yeah. too and letting your you know letting your
1: your daughter see that and uh you know like letting her like hey daddy's doing this thing and he's loving this and that's cool she's she's taking stuff away from that you know so That's oh pretty yeah
0: awesome. oh yeah, totally. um, Well, why don't you take a second and and plug what you're working on? Anything that my listeners should know about? Sure, yeah. So we do a podcast, me
1: and my wife. It is uh, Howie Life uh, podcast. And it's literally, it started from a position of we just wanted to journal <laughs> and share like uh, kind of our life experiences and stories. And we were like, you know what? We just are horrible writers. So we're not gonna write. So let's be realistic and let's just record something. And that's kind of where that started. And so we record stuff and we just share uh, our experience and then kind of open up stuff sometimes to talking about uh, bigger ideas about those experiences so might start off like here's a story about what we did this week and you know here's more of why we're doing this and we actually looked something up or you know like whatever so uh, yeah so that's our podcast uh, the main place you find us though is, is on social media is on Instagram and we're at Howie Life on Instagram and we're doing stories we're just goofballs having fun just sharing sharing stuff you'll see stuff about our small home and uh, life here and sometimes you'll see us on the stories just sharing crazy weird stuff so I just have fun with it.
0: I love it. I've uh, yep. I've been looking through it and I really enjoyed all the pictures. Kids are beautiful. <laughs> um, family looks just beautiful. The house is awesome. I love it. Uh, well, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, that's really cool, man. Um, well, thanks for sharing your story. Um, any final uh, words of wisdom that you give my listeners based on some of your experiences? Oh, well, you know what? I think I think the coolest thing is that if you're listening to this
1: and you're you're our dad or your parents, uh, it is a great experience and just enjoy that. Have patience with it. Uh, love your kids and just continue to, you know, it's going to be different for everybody. But just enjoy the ride because man, it goes by so fast. Oh, I mean, yeah. I'm learning that right now. My my daughter's nine and I'm like, oh my gosh! In only like five, six years, she's gonna be thinking about boyfriend or whatever. Ah. Like, driving and I'm like, no, I just can't, I can't, I can't even grasp my mind around it. <laughs> it's just nuts, but it's gone by so quickly. And I'm like, dang, you know, and yeah. I'm, I'm glad we took the podcast. I'm glad we were having fun with that part of their life because really it's, it's just gone in a blink of an eye. And so, yeah, that, I think that's it. <laughs> now that's, that's so cool, man.
0: And, uh, as a reminder for listeners out there, Brad and I, um, are on a competition together, uh, you can go to America's next top podcaster.com. Oh yeah and listen to that. Uh, We've had a lot of fun on that. Um, So, And that's how we met and looking forward to more conversations in the future, Brad. Thanks for being on the show.
1: Hey, thanks for having me, man.
0: Thanks for listening, everybody. And if you would like to listen to other inspiring stories of fatherhood, visit thedadchronicle.com. And while you're there, you can become a patron of the show. Click that button at the top right that says become a patron and donate a dollar to the show a month. That helps me pay for the operational costs. If you'd like to contribute to the conversation of any kind, feel free to email the Dad Chronicle podcast at gmail.com. I'll see everybody next time. If you like this show, check out more great content at incastmedia.network.com.